the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the James Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and to overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello, welcome to It's Your Life, and I'm James Cooley, and I tell you, I hope everybody is having a wonderful, wonderful day. You know, uh, Michelle and I are in Dallas or Fort Worth, and it's 21 degrees out there. You know, but, <laughs> you know, sometimes that's uh, that's how Dallas or weather work. Uh, you know, uh, we come to you. I'm talking about with my guests uh, from uh, San Diego. Oh, I got my great producer, Todd, is there. We got Ralph E. e- uh, in San Diego. Dr. Logan, I forget which, which uh, state that you're in right now. I'm in California, Pasadena, just Pasadena. about a few miles from the Rose Bowl. So you all, both of you all are enjoying this great weather. <laughs> you know, so, it's not 21 you know. here. <laughs> oh, no, it's 21 here. But um, I am looking forward to this show today because I believe that uh, the topic that you all are talking about in the book that you guys just co-authored is so important to all of our listening audience, so important to everybody around the world, I believe. So uh, I'm looking forward to having this discussion and finding out a little bit more about an undivided heart. But before we start this, I got to introduce my great, great co-host, Michelle Cooley, who I believe she does all of the heavy lifting. (laughs) How you doing, Michelle? I'm doing good. Doing great. You know, doing great. So, uh, wow, Michelle has has been working out. Just like I said, most of the time I don't see her, uh, but uh, right before the show because... uh, I mean, she's always working, busy. Her office is upstairs, mine's downstairs. So uh, how's your day been so far? It's been good. You know, I went to the gym this morning. It was all the cars outside were iced. Um, so and it was freezing <laughs> and the dog was slipping when I took her for a walk this morning. I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> but uh, it's supposed to have snow and more ice tomorrow in Dallas, Fort Worth. So this is going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. How you doing, my, my, my great producer, Todd? How you doing today? You know me, JC. I'm always good, and it's a pleasure to be back. The dynamic trios, back the three amigos, are back here doing the show. <laughs> man, just uh, man, it's an absolute pleasure, man. You know, an absolute pleasure. I want to get this show started uh, right away because uh, I really want to dive off into uh, both of these uh, absolutely fantastic guests. So, Michelle, 
Can you please uh, introduce our topic and the purpose of today's show? Yes, the topic of today's show is called An Undivided Heart. And the purpose is getting to know the backgrounds of former CEO, senior executive Ralph Plum, as well as author, and also author, coach, and ministry leader Robert E. Logan. Discuss the book, An Undivided Heart, and what the title of the book really means. Learn about redemptive entrepreneurship and non discipleship and discuss transformation resources wow uh, can you please uh, introduce our first guest our listener yes ralph plum an accomplished senior executive with significant professional experience in health and human services resource generation and social enterprise development served as a president ceo of various companies and organizations with focus on capital formation and organizational effectiveness highly creative in developing and linking stakeholders from the public private and social sectors of a community to attain mutually defined goals extensive global networks and international initiatives with work or travel in some 100 countries taught at the master's degree level for USC Marshall School of Business in Asuso Pacific University, a resourceful leader with a unique ability to align and inspire people to achieve possibility oriented outcomes. The James Cooley show. It's your life. Welcomes back. Ralph Plum. Welcome back to the show, Ralph. James I and Michelle, you, it's so nice. You. Yeah, it's so nice to be with you. Go ahead. I know you have another guest hey, to introduce, but I love you guys. Oh, well, we, we, we're going to wait and introduce a doc uh, a ah, little later. Gotcha. Yeah, so uh, we, gotcha. we're going to start off with this one. The last time uh, you was on the show, we talked about this absolutely fantastic book that uh, you had wrote, All Who Wonders. I tell you, I haven't read the whole thing yet. I picked it up and started again the other day. Wow. And uh, today, you are here to talk about uh, you, your book and Dr. Logan, where you guys co-authored that. Yes. And uh, it's, I can just tell just by reading uh, just uh, the back of it and, and the little excerpts and what people have been saying, and Undivided Heart, it is absolutely amazing. So I am looking forward to this. So, Ralph, just like I said, You've been on the show before. Can you uh, please uh, tell our listening audience uh, uh, just a little bit more about you, just to remind them a little bit? Yeah. It's really nice to be with you both. Um, I thought I was going into advertising. I became a Christian. I accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior at age 19, and I went in a different direction. That direction was partially and significantly affected by two mission trips on bookending my bachelor's degree, one of one of my four degrees that I spent a summer in the Middle East and a summer in India. And it changed my worldview, and I went into um, what I call the Ministry of Compassion and Mercy and worked for a number of uh, organizations, uh, World Vision for 10 years, um, was the CEO of the International Aid for 10 years, and uh, five years in Skid Row, a union rescue mission. And these recent years I've been involved in helping to raise resources for ministries around the world. Wow. So, Ralph, you know, according to your bio, your background includes um, strategic counsel to boards and senior executives and also capital formation, organizational effectiveness. Can you share with our listeners what this all means for those who are not (laughs) familiar with this? Well, those are fancy words, I guess, but it's helping to raise resources for ministry. It can come from more traditional uh, sources that we're all familiar with, the direct mail and 
golf events and you know uh, banquets and so forth. But uh, these days, and I guess we're going to have a question uh, later in the show. But um, social enterprise or redemptive entrepreneurship is is helping people uh, develop sustainable income from from business and the difference between a profit and 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 a social enterprise or redemptive entrepreneurship is that the the funds go back into the ministry of the program rather than being distributed to shareholders or stockholders wow you know uh, raf i know that lately not just lately but you've been traveling the world mm. <laughs> and you know visit so many countries and i think uh this past year uh, alone i think you went to eight different countries and yeah maybe more than that and, uh, and 15, 15 pcr so- tests <laughs> <laughs> get on the plane, get off the plane. They stick the thing up your nose, you know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, I, I think that is, is so fantastic. But this is what I would like to do. I'd like to introduce uh, Dr. Logan yes. before we even start talking about the book because I, that's going to be a conversation between both of you all. So, Michelle, can you please introduce our our next guest. Yes, Dr. Robert E. Logan has over 40 years of ministry experience, including church planting, pastoring, and equipping leaders. Bob is passionate about developing people and ministries to their full potential through coaching, consulting, and training. He counted a privilege to walk alongside leaders to help catalyze their ministries toward fulfilling the call God has placed on them. Bob thrives in channeling his hands-on missional experience to develop practical, principle-based, transformative resources that are easy for leaders to implement in their context. He has authored dozens of books, including, of course, An Undivided Heart, Christian Coach Excellence, The Leadership Difference, The Discipleship Difference, From Followers to Leaders, Coaching, and Church Planters Toolkit. The James Cooley Show, It's Your Live, welcomes Dr. Robert E. Logan. Dr. Logan, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. I tell you, we got about 90 seconds before the break, so can you tell our listening audience just a little bit about you, and then we're going to pick it up on the break, and we're going to really delve off into that. Sure. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, I grew up in a Christian home. Um, My two earliest recollections are receiving Jesus as my Savior, uh, I just uh, uh, came to an understanding uh, of that and asked my father that I wanted to pray to receive Jesus. And my second earliest recollection is knowing I was supposed to work for God. And I was in a church that was a Baptist church that was quite mission-oriented, so the only people who worked for God were missionaries. So I didn't go through the litany of different professions. What do you want to do when you grow up? I wanted to be a missionary. And uh, so that's what I always said because that's what I knew. When I was about 11 or 12, I developed an interest in medicine, science. And so I said, no, I want to be a doctor. Uh, I'll be a medical missionary since that's what I'm supposed to be. And so I majored in chemistry at UCLA uh, with that in mind. And uh, about my third year in, the Lord changed my direction more toward pastoral work. And that led me into church planting and uh, starting a new church that reached a lot of unchurched people versus some other folks. I start, uh, joined a mission organization that helped with uh, developing of church planning systems around the world and then uh, launched a coaching ministry and so forth and been involved in, in simple house church. And we'll get into that a little bit more uh, later on, I think. <laughs> yeah, hold that, hold that thought because we got to take a station break. But we're going to come back and we're going to talk to these great, great guests of ours. And we're really going to delve off into 
at Undivided Heart. If you want to be part of this conversation, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. It's your life. I'm James Cole. We'll be back shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. Noah Dingley here, producer of The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And the new audio version of James' book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, is a must-have. James shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever audiobooks are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. The Answer, San Diego, streaming now on TuneIn.com and Odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and I tell you, uh, I'm excited to have these two absolutely fantastic guests on the show today. And we'll talk about, we're talking about an undivided heart. I cannot wait to get off into that topic to learn a lot more about this. And I, I tell you, listen, audience, I hope you tune in. If you want to be part of this conversation, that's 1-888-344-1170. Again, that's 1-888-344-1170. Dr. Logan, you have over 40 years of ministry experience. Can you share with the listeners what have been the rewards you have experienced and also any challenges that you've encountered? Well, the rewards is to see people really fulfill their God-given potential. You know, as believers, we're saved uh, by grace through faith, and God has created us to, to make a contribution to the advance of his kingdom, and God invites us to partner with him in that, that the kingdom advance and see people's lives get changed and transformed. And I find it just incredibly exciting to, to uh, be able to come alongside of, of individuals and leaders to help them discover what God wants them to do and then find the, the path to be able to move forward in, in partnership with God to see that agenda become a reality. That's the, that's the uh, rewards and blessings. Uh, that's, that's a great reward, sir. <laughs> it is. It is. It's. It's. I, I kind of like to feel like a Barnabas, you know, coming alongside to help and encourage and, and spur people on. Uh, the, the challenge is, is that that we have so many things that could distract us 
from fulfilling God's potential, and we could we could get involved in many many good things, but miss the best. And so, one of the challenges is is to be able to hear from God and to be able to walk with others in such a way that we focus on the truly important that will really make a difference. And I'm not talking necessarily about the big kinds of things. It's it's the everyday, ordinary kind of of life that to people in their everyday life and can see God work and cooperate with what God is doing. Wow. You know, I want to dive into an undivided uh, heart. And uh, I'm going to start off with you, uh, Ralph. Uh, You know, uh, how did you first uh, meet uh, Dr. Logan, and how did you guys decide to write this book on this particular topic? Yes. Bob is a dear friend now. When I first met him, uh, he was my doctoral mentor when I was working on my uh, my doctoral degree, and um, he helped uh, guide um, what was raw passion into something that was a little more focused. Uh, my dissertation was the role of mercy ministry in the growth and health of the church, and um, by that time, I had traveled to about 100 countries total, and um, I saw um, both churches that were existing but not thriving and others that were thriving and having great effect. And um, I realized that those that reached out with love and mercy um, were those that were growing and um, doing the most effective ministry um, you know, around, around the world. Most everyone knows, I think, that uh, an undivided heart comes from King David, from the psalmist, uh, Psalm 86, 11. Teach me your way, Lord, that I may rely on your faithfulness. Give me an undivided heart that I may fear your name. And um, as I've grown older and as my journey has uh, gone in, uh, in, in difficult and, uh, and rewarding directions, um, I've realized how important it is to have an undivided heart, to love, to love God and to love um, our neighbors um, genuinely. Dr. Logan, from whom is this book written for, the undivided, An Undivided Heart? This book is written for the ordinary believer that really wants to see more happen, that they know there's more beyond what their life is, and they, they just really want to make a difference. And, to, and it, it'll happen through these ordinary relationships. God puts us in various places and and spheres of influence. And so this is written just for the ordinary Christian that uh, wants more out of what God has for them. And it's not something to be done just alone, but to be done in partnership with others or in a community. And so that's that's who we wrote it for. In fact, it came out about 15 years ago uh, when I was sensing the need to do something more and God was pressing some things and God directed me back into church planting again, and this time that doing it in a way that was uh, without any financial support to, to work with people that nobody would consider to be leaders, a multicultural kind of setting. We began to seek God and, and figure out what he wanted us to do, and uh, out of that came a, a network of house churches called the Accordus, which is Latin for way of the heart. And as we were praying and so forth, we, we saw that, uh, that the key things was the great commandment, great commission, love God, love others, make disciples. And so it was that, that work with that group of people that I was journeying with that formed a lot of the backbone of this particular 
particular book. Wow. Raph, this is for you. In chapter four, in chapter four, you reflect on many people of the past whom many would consider a saint. Can you explain to our, our listening audience uh, what is that? What does that match you up to? Yes. Well, some of the personalities in Chapter 4 include St. Francis, St. Patrick, William and Catherine Booth, who started Salvation Army, Henry Nouwen, the great uh, philosopher and writer, John Wesley, and others. And um, so, yes, when you, you make it in a book um, and your your life has been acknowledged and, and acclaimed, um, you, you tend to think that these people are special and different. But um, as Bob said and as I discovered in my own life journey, God has created each one of us with a specific purpose and special gifts, and we're unique and beloved by him uh, uh, deeply. And and so um, we can, in fact, um, fulfill the purposes that he created us for, whether we make it into a, a book or into the history books or a, uh, an undivided heart or whatever book it is. Uh, God knows our heart, and he sees what we do, and, and he rewards us accordingly. Dr. Logan, <laughs> I'm going to ask this a tough one. What does an undivided heart uh, I, I look like or come about or what, whatever that might be? Well, it starts with our relationship with God and, and God loving us. And then we respond and receive God's gift of grace. And uh, we develop that relationship with God, and uh, the, Jesus starts changing our life and transforming us, and we learn how to be responsive to the Holy Spirit. And as we, we do that, we're shaped into the image of Christ, and then we start caring about what God cares about, which is other people. And so that leads us very naturally to loving your neighbor as yourself and to, uh, to tr- be living authentically and treat people with respect and to be involved with them and engaged with them, and then to be able to serve and to be the hands and feet of Jesus. And just that's we, the world needs that so much. And then as we do that, then we, we keep our eyes open to discern in whom is God working, and then to be able to come and share the good news of Jesus and encourage them to become followers of Jesus and to make disciples, and this, and this continues on and forming new faith communities. So an undivided heart... James, and very simply, is just living life with God and with others in God's community, being on mission with God. And that's what it's all about. We don't do it perfectly, of course. But increasingly, as we journey together, we can see that begin to happen even more and more. Ralph, what does it really mean to love others? We've heard that expression you know, so many times it's in the in the Bible. But what does it really mean to you to love others? In in the Greek text, there's four words for love. I won't uh, describe what those are. But in in my own life journey, um, I I use the the passage in First Corinthians uh, as uh, as a, as a guide. Um, love is patient and kind. It's not jealous nor boastful, and it goes on to give other descriptors. And I can tell when I'm not being loving because I tend to be a very high-energy, impatient person. Sometimes impatience is necessary to get things done, but other times it it, um, it offends or it uh, uh, overlooks something. 
Uh, so r- really, what it means is to is to um, to, to love love others as you would yourself. And and sometimes we don't love ourselves. We push ourselves. We get fatigued. Do we are um, are not in, in complete alignment with the Lord? But uh, what what, lo- what love means to me is is just treating people um, with the respect and dignity of their God given uh, role in, in creation. Wow, you know I tell you. We got less than a minute, so I'm not even going to ask that question because I want to come back and really be able to get full answers on this one. So we're going to take a station break, but we're going to come back and we're really going to continue this great conversation with Dr. Logan and my great friend, Ralph Long. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. We'll be back shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. There is much truth in a journey that ain't over yet, as all of us journey through life's precious gifts of time, just like I have. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. This is a must-listen to for anyone who thinks they are stuck in life or need to understand that their current situation is not their final destination. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. It's the unfiltered truth to provide hope for the future by challenging you to refuse to become a victim of life's circumstance and dare to be an overcomer because a bigger, better, and a more impactful life awaits you. Get the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Noah Dingley here, producer of The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And the new audio version of James' book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, is a must-have. James shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, by James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever audiobooks are sold. Streaming now on the Answer San Diego app and odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hello. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And I tell you, uh, uh, just like I said, uh, we got these two absolutely fantastic guests. Uh, we got Dr. Logan and we got uh, Ralph Plum. And uh, what we're talking about is an undivided heart, uh, living and loving life like Jesus. That's what it's all about, you know. So if you want to be part of this great conversation, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven again. That's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. Doctor Logan, uh, in the book, in the beginning of the book, you know, it starts off with a personal, internal focus, but quickly move 
the reader to more of an outwards focus. Uh, why is this important? Well, it's important because if we get the heart of God, then we're going to be caring about what God cares about and engaged with what God is trying to do in his mission. And, and you can't just have an internal me-only focus because you, you then don't have the compassion for people that are, that are in need and uh, ultimate need is not having a savior. And so the fact is that we grow as we reach outside of ourselves and journeying with others and doing that, and that helps to facilitate our internal growth as well. So it's all integrated. It's all holistic. It's the undivided heart. So that's why the, the, the two go together. Wow. Ralph, what is the great commission and the great commandment? Yes. Well, for those familiar with the scripture, um, great commission uh, can be found in Matthew twenty-eight nineteen. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And as Bob just said um, in the last segment, um, the the simple the, the simple um, uh, expression of the Great Commission is to is to, just to share your faith, to share what Jesus has done for you. And depending on your personality type, I think some people are hesitant to do that. They feel embarrassed. They feel inarticulate. They feel they they don't want to bother the other person. But just uh, share the joy of the Lord, which is our strength, and 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 what He's done for us. That's the Great Commission. Great commandment is found in Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. And the second commandment is, um, is to love your neighbors as yourself. And I know there's been some both casual and theological discussions about your neighbor. Does it mean the people on your street? Does it mean just the people in your country or your ethnic group or your church or blah blah? Uh, it really does. It really does mean anyone that comes into your radius of of, uh, of life and uh, to treat them with love and respect. Definitely. It, it definitely, it means everyone, you yes. know, uh, I can see how, you know, um, people might get a little bit, uh, I wouldn't say confused, but um, just focus on that one word neighbor. Dr. Logan, can you discuss with our listeners, what is nonlinear discipleship? Yes. The, um, we too often think of discipleship as a program or a curriculum you go through, but that, in fact, is, is not how God really disciples us. God does it in a, in a mosaic kind of a pattern. A, a need comes up, and then we have an openness to, to learn and to grow in that particular area. So I like to picture it as, a, as like a puzzle that God's putting together, and that uh, he points, the Holy Spirit points out an area in this facet of our life, and then uh, we grow there, and then he moves us over to some other facet, and then comes back and goes deeper in this one way. And so the, the, the way that God really grows us is, is in a nonlinear fashion. It's, it's putting the pieces together. And so when we're discipling others, it's, it's not so much pushing people through a particular curriculum or program, but, but asking the question, what is God doing in your life right now? Where, is, where are you sensing God prompting you to grow? And then how can you cooperate with the Holy Spirit to see that agenda become a reality in your life? And then you bring in the right resource, the right scripture, the right help of coming alongside. 
and the puzzle gets put together in that way. It's far more effective to cooperate with what God is doing than to try and set the agenda yourself. Wow. Dr. Logan, I'm going to stick with you on this one because uh, you mentioned something about, uh, I mean, working with uh, uh, leaders in ministry, and you started out without, uh, when you got back, uh, funding, I believe you mentioned something. Can you uh, discuss the various transformation transformative resources that leaders can implement to develop their ministries to their full potential? Boy, that's a that's a that's a difficult question. One one thing is is to get a coach. I think every leader needs a coach, uh, not to tell them what to do. But simply to come alongside and ask good questions and, and say, where are you now? And where do you sense God wants you to go? And what's the, what's your steps forward to move there? So I think that's the best resource, you know, cause it's like the, it's like the, um, the relationship that we find in Hebrews 10, 23 to 25, you know, gathering together to figure out how you can stimulate each other to love and good deeds and to fulfill the potential God has given. Um, the um, the Undivided Heart book would be a good resource because you can journey with some others through it. It's You'll, you'll notice in the book itself, it's, it's very simple stories and some very simple kinds of principles looking at how Jesus loved and how we can do that. But there's little examples of try this, try this, try this. And at the end of each chapter, we encourage you to uh, to, to like light a candle to remind yourself of God's presence. And, and then to have a scripture reflection that you read through and reflect upon and then some discussion questions of how to implement that in your own life, which would, would be best done in a community with at least one other or two or three or a small group or whatever. And as you listen to the Lord and respond to the Lord, then you can start seeing these relationships starting to develop and, and start making a difference, seeing some people come to faith. And in addition to individual service, you can even see some of the uh, community kinds of transformation and things that, like Ralph, has been has much more experience. And one of the reasons we team together is because of his experience in those areas. Ralph, um, we discussed previously, you know, the Great Commission and Great Commandment. You spent most of your life contributing to the Great Commandment. Can you share with our audience a recent story regarding that? I, I'd be happy to. Uh, last year, I, I traveled to eight countries, including. Um, Iraq, uh, visiting a Yazidi refugee camp for women and children that were uh, what uh, euphemistically called ISIS brides. They were taken by ISIS fighters and impregnated, and now they're left. Um, I was in an internally displaced camp in South Sudan, and of course, between uh, Sudan and South Sudan, there's been political conflict. But the example I wanted to specifically mention, um, most of our listeners are, are familiar with the uh, the exits and the um, the difficulties of uh, of, of uh, the United States pulling out of Afghanistan. Um, a few weeks before it actually made the news, I called my friend Aziz. I won't say his last name; that's his first name. Uh, in Kabul, because I was uh, attentive to things that were starting to emerge, and I asked him if he wanted to get his wife and three children out of Afghanistan uh, wisely. Uh, he decided he wanted to start that process, and it happened just before we um, pulled out of Bagram Air Force Base and before uh, the last troops and the 13 uh, unfortunate uh, servicemen that died around the Kabul airport, um, la- um, the rest of the troops left. So it was a harrowing experience. Um, 
I, I won't say the border city, but he, he, he got on a public bus. Before that, he had to uh, leave his house that he owned, leave his car, uh, take no paperwork, you, um, discard his you know iPhone or whatever, whatever smartphone he had and just use a, a burner phone and um, get to the border. And, um, and then you know, there was some creative ways that we got him through the border and then there were people to pick him up and then that, that got him into Pakistan. And then there was quite a, a number of things that had to happen to get him um, where he's now Im- immigrated to Germany. But um, that, that's a story of a friend, and it means a lot to me. And, of course, your listeners don't know him, but um, anytime there's, there's need in the world, in our city, in our community, in Afghanistan, now in Ukraine, elsewhere, there's women, children, families, moms, dads, and they have the same needs, fears, and uh, desires as we do. Wow. You know, you, you're absolutely right, uh, Ralph, and uh, I tell you. Uh, this topic that uh, in the book that you guys just uh, uh, released, I mean, I, I can feel it. And it's uh, so many things that we're going to try to touch on in the next segment. But what we want to do now is take a break. And we're going to come back and we are going to continue to talk to these two absolutely fantastic guests on an undivided heart, living and loving like Jesus. We'll be back shortly after the break. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. FM 96.1 North County AM 1170 San Diego The Answer It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and I I tell you, just like I said, we're talking about an undivided heart. And uh, we have Bob, <laughs> you know, and uh, we also got Ralph uh, that 
I really uh, enjoying this uh, this interview. And uh, it's just so much that we can talk about. I'm going to ask these guys to come back if they get an opportunity and they have time. Because this is, I believe that this topic is so important and that we all must get a better understanding of how we can live our life to the fullest. And I believe that it starts with understanding uh, God's path for us. But we have to be able to recognize that path individually. You know, so um, that's what I believe that's all about. And listen, audience, if you want to be part of this conversation, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Hey, Bob, uh, how can ordinary believers make a difference in a polarized society like like what we have today? Yeah, that's what we don't need is more arguments, and people are opinionated and. Uh, warring on social media and other kinds of places. What what we need is just people that are real, authentic, in love with Jesus, and and uh, being respectful and caring and, and ministering to legitimate needs. And if we live in that kind of way and we and the joy as Ralph referred to her, the joy of the Lord is, is flowing out of us, that the people will take notice that you're, that they're different. And, and, and that is going to really break down barriers far more than anything else we can do. And so my encouragement to, to um, believers is, is, you know, just cultivate that connection with God, journey and walk with some others through that process of seeking and responding to God and, and to continue to take those next steps in the journey. And, and that will do more to, to bring healing and wholeness that's at an individual level. And, and of course, there, we also sow seeds in the book of, of how that can also grow to stuff that's more like what Ralph is talking about, redemptive entrepreneurship and all sorts of really cool things that are going on. But it just starts at that individual level. Well, hey, Bob, you also in the book, you, you, you got a diagram of a tree in the living on the mission chapter. Can you tell uh, our listeners a little bit about a little bit about that? Yeah, that's actually just a, 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 a one picture of a book that I wrote with Dr. Charles Ridley called "The Discipleship Difference," and it gives a picture of what does a disciple really, really look like, and that the roots are the is experiencing God, and the trunk is responsiveness to the Holy Spirit, and then there's several branches around. There's a authentic relationships and sacrificial service. And there's a personal transformation and generous living. And then and out of that is the making of more disciples. And then the picture shows like a swirl of community transformation because it goes outward in that way. And so that is a picture of, of what it looks like when we, when we live with an undivided heart in relationship with others authentically and cooperating with God and joining him in his mission. So that was just a little snippet of, of another resource that I, that I wrote. Ralph, in Chapter 5, you talk about redemptive entrepreneurship. Can you share with our listeners what does that mean? Yes, well, red- redemption, of course, uh, relates to our, our journey and our returning to the cross and to um, a relationship with Christ and so people that are redeemed, people that have come through difficulties, um, are are 
are prime candidates to to engage in redemptive entrepreneurship in the um, working with um, groups of women, for example, that have gone through domestic violence and are in a um, in a community together. It's it's helping identify some income generating opportunities for for that group as long as they're together on a more global scale. And this is a little more uh, prophetic in its um, suggestion, but. I see the I see the architecture of uh, of tyranny and control and uh, uh, you know for those that read the prophets in Revelation the the anticipation of a global world order or a new one and the inability to buy and sell as it talks about and um, so the importance of be, being able to um, generate revenue outside of what could be eventually the lack of access to the global financial system. Um, it's a it's a, a more complicated um, part of the definition, but it's it's helping uh, people um, generate sustainable income, basically, within the context of a kingdom oriented understanding. This is a question for both of you. What encouragement would you share with our listening audience? Let's start with you, Bob. My father was an engineer and engineers don't have short answers to questions. They give you complete answers. But I asked my dad one time, I said, dad, what's success to you? And he said, I boiled it down to one sentence. Find out what God wants you to do and do it. And that would be my encouragement to each person. Just say, Lord, what is it that you want for me? And what's, what's the next faithful step that I can take? And, and who can I team with to carry that out? And if you'll just start down that journey and be re- receptive to what God is doing and shaping your own heart and, and recognizing the relationships you have around you, and then to see what is God doing and cooperate with that, it'll be amazing what you could see happen. And so that would be my encouragement. That that's that's amazing. Um, I, I, before we um, ba- um, Ralph answers that, you know, God to remind our listeners, God is our creator, and when you cre- as your creator, you have a purpose for the thing or the item that you created. If you want to know what your purpose is, ask your creator what your purpose is. We're here for God's purpose, not for us, because He is our creator, our creator, and He created us. So, Ralph. What encouragement would you share with our listeners? Yes. Well, both your comments, Michelle and Bob's story of his dad are are quite important. I I um just an, as an extension of both of those thoughts, um, just be sensitive to what opportunities God puts in front of you every day. Um, pray for someone you pass uh, in a car on the street or in some capacity. I. I'm on the road in our Southern California freeways quite often, and um, um, sometimes I'm completely consumed with my own thoughts, or I'm on the cell phone. Don't tell anybody, but, you know, talking on the cell phone, doing business, and driving from point A to B. But most, more recently, last couple of years especially, I've uh, and I don't do it for every single person, but um, I'll, I'll ask the Lord to shed light into that person's life or to just pray for, to say a 10-second prayer when I'm passing someone that's very, very simple. Or on a personal level, when we're talking to someone, it could be family, it could be neighbor, it could be work, associate. Uh, one thing I also don't do well enough is to listen. 
Um, and I, I said in my other book, uh, you know, I'm usually done listening before that person's finished talking because I'm kind of hyper boy and I'm on to my next thing. But um, if you sit and listen, people are communicating something and you have an opportunity to really minister to them. Do small things that are unnoticed. Uh, you know, put put something in order, slip a few dollars or, you know, do something kind, bring the bring them something. And then I think I think volunteering also. Um, volunteering sounds sort of organizational, and it can be. There's lots of places we can and do. But um, you know, if there's a nice storm in Dallas, maybe there's an elderly person that you help bring something in or out, or you know, uh, you know, you could go on for a lot of different examples. But doing things together, um, I think when we do things for others. It really is redemptive for us, and it's a, it's really a joy, and it's and it's a, at the core of what God wants us to do while we're here on this earth before we go to a new new heaven and a new earth. Wow, we're down to the, about the last minute of the show. How can uh, uh, our listening audience purchase the Undivided Heart? What can they get it at, uh, uh, Doctor? I mean, Doctor Logan. It's available on Amazon.com, and just look up uh, Undivided Heart, Plum uh, and Logan. And uh, it's also available in the Kindle version, or will be shortly. And uh, so uh, that's where to go. Wow. I want to thank you all for taking the time to to come on. I I would love to have uh, you all back on so we can pick this up and continue to talk about uh, loving the Lord and how we all can become a little bit closer. So I'd like to thank you all for taking the time to, to come on the show. Thank you. I'd like to thank my great co-host, Michelle Cooley, for always doing the heavy lifting. I'd like to thank my producer, uh, Todd. Most important, I'd like to thank our listening audience for always tuning in. We are always looking for sponsors so we can continue to bring this great message to you. I tell you, I want everybody to learn to love, not hate. Uh, we'll be back with It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. Thanks for joining us for It's Your Life with James Cooley. To learn more about James, how you can support the show, or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James weekdays at this same time for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been The James Cooley Show. It's Your Life, where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.